On first down, the handoff to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10. He's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, And he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Bring the Juice podcast. I'm your co-host, Derek Larger. It's just me again today. And today we have another Hall of Famer video for you guys. Potential future Hall of Famer. And that guy is going to be Quentin Nelson. A couple of you guys were asking for me to do this video because some of you like the Darius Leonard argument. And obviously we have Quentin Nelson in this mix. A lot of people will make the assumption that this is a little bit easier of an argument to make. But again, we're going to go into it. We're going to have all this. Uh, first things first, before I want to get into anything else. Uh, hopefully all of you guys are staying safe out there, making smart decisions. Uh, obviously with the country, the way it is right now, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty difficult times right now. And, uh, I love all of you guys, uh, appreciate all the support you guys continue to give. And, you know, we just all got to stick together, you know, we're, we're all human beings. We're all Americans here. Uh, even for those that aren't listening in America, uh, we do support, all of you in whatever country you're representing that you listen to us. Uh, I, we love all of you. Uh, we have a lot of great things coming up with, uh, with this podcast. Um, we might even start doing some giveaways here soon, uh, potential for some other big news as well. So again, make sure to keep up with the podcast, uh, on Twitter as well, because we have some announcements that we'll probably be making over the next couple weeks because we have uh, some cool opportunities to be done over these next few weeks. So again, just keep an eye out because we, we really want to keep you guys updated. And obviously during these times of, you know, crisis and a couple other things going on, uh, we want to make sure that we give you guys an outlet and something to cheer about something to, uh, just take a little bit of your time away from the bad stuff that's happening. So again, thank you guys so much. Let's get into this video. So like I said, we're going to be talking about Quentin Nelson today. One of my favorites. Uh, like I said, my offensive lineman bias is probably going to come out in a little bit of this. But so let's start first with what makes an offensive lineman great. Well, we, we got some things here that uh, that are pretty obvious, right? You have to have great blocking ability at all levels. You know, you have to be able to pass block effectively. You have to be able to run block. You have to be able to get to the second level and run block. You have to be able to make adjustments while you're blocking if you don't have anyone to block at that moment in time that the ball is snapped. So there are a lot of things that you need to be able to do in order to Make it yourself successful at blocking at every level and every aspect of the game. Another thing is high IQ. Like I mentioned, sometimes, especially in the NFL, defenses get very creative about how they blitz people, right? And you have to be able to understand where your defensive linemen are, who's blitzing through your gaps, uh, who are doing switches and crosses and all of these other things. And you also have to be able to understand where 
you can help block when you're not blocking, right? So you have to have a good IQ, and you have to be able to read things at the line of scrimmage before the ball snap. Now, another thing that's pretty obvious, and we know Quentin Nelson has plenty of this, and that is nastiness. You have to be willing to block the person across from you because I'm going to tell you this right now, folks. You can say whatever you want about the trenches or what you want to say about nastiness from defensive players and outside. There's nothing more that you need nastiness in in how you block somebody inside the trenches. As a, as a center myself, I was in the midst of all these. You had to not be scared. You had to take control or else you were going to get dominated every time you step on the on the field. And Quentin Nelson installs that nastiness. He installs that fear in people. And that's why it makes him so good as of right now. And another uh, aspect of this is durability. You have to stick around, you know, and we're going to talk about some guys here that are pretty well known for being durable and reliable. Uh, Quentin Nelson certainly has. I think he's only missed a less than a game's worth of snaps uh, so far in his first two seasons. So he's been very reliable. (laughs) He started in every game so far. Um, Has not, you know, obviously has missed a few snaps in a game or two, but has been very reliable and very durable so far in his uh, short tenure with the Colts. So let's talk about some of the names that come to mind when you think of great offensive linemen. You you obviously think of Larry Allen, right? Larry Allen's one of the guys that many can uh, assume is the best offensive lineman to ever play the game. Got got, uh, Hall of Famers like Bob Brown, uh, Walter Jones, Orlando Pace. And, I mean, Joe Thomas isn't isn't a Hall of Famer yet, but Joe Thomas was the ultimate durable, reliable offensive lineman, right? I mean, he was probably the most reliable offensive lineman that you've ever had in the NFL. Um, the name that really sticks out to me when you think of Quentin Nelson is Orlando Pace. Uh, I love Orlando Pace. Coming out of Ohio State, Orlando Pace had a very good name for himself. I mean, you look at the the just the nastiness in the way Orlando Pace played the game. This dude loved to drive people into the ground. He lived for it. And this dude was, he was a two-time unanimous All-American and was voted the best offensive lineman in football by a far margin when he was in, in college. He was the first overall draft pick when he was drafted. Think about that. It it was the only time since 1968 that an offensive lineman was drafted first overall, and there hasn't been one since. So in over 20 years since Orlando Pace was drafted, in 20 years since Orlando Pace was drafted, it's not happened since. It it doesn't happen very often, and it's a a, a anomaly because you know you don't, especially with the way the NFL works now, you don't think of offensive linemen as being that. Amazing, unless you're talking about a tackle. But even then, when you're talking about tackles, they still don't grant the number one spot for a lot of teams, right? But Orlando Pace was that good coming out of college that he was able to get a first overall pick. I mean, he went to seven straight Pro Bowls, had a couple of All-American seasons, was played 13 seasons in the NFL. This guy stuck around for a while. So... This is the guy that Quentin Nelson reminds me of because 
he he just loves to hit people, drive people through the ground, and he has the body and the nastiness to do such a thing. That's why Quentin Nelson reminds me of him. And let's just talk about this. We we love to bring this up that all the national media told Colts Nation, you can't draft a guard at number six. You know, sometimes it's a stretch to go with an offensive tackle at number six. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a stretch, but why a guard? You could do so many other things. You could go quarterback. Now, of course, the, the Colts didn't need that at that point, but, you know, you could go wide receiver. You could go a left tackle, which they view as a more important position. The defensive end, um, you could have gone a whole lot of different directions instead of Quentin Nelson at number six because guard doesn't fit that role. But look at the impact that Nelson made at number six immediately when he came in. That's when you know you're destined to be a great player when the atmosphere of the group around you changes. And it immediately improves the moment you step in the locker room. Just think about that for a minute. Now, Quentin Nelson, in regards to some of the uh, stats for him... He's only given up two sacks in his first two seasons. He's won over 90% of his snaps since coming into the league. I mean, that's impressive. That win percentage on his uh, blocking snaps is incredible. Uh, 2018 was first-team All-Pro and a Pro Bowler. 2019 was a first-team All-Pro and a Pro Bowler. This kid continues to do that sort of thing. Now, He's widely viewed as one of the best players under 25, one of the best overall players in the NFL. Um, and and when we, I think we made a video about it recently that he was rated number four as the fourth best player under 25 outside of Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. I mean, <laughs> three quarterbacks, three of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. And after them, it's Quentin Nelson. As a guard, think about that. He's one of the best overall players in the NFL, any of his position. Many consider him to be the best offensive lineman in the NFL currently. I know I do. I know a lot of Colts fans do. And a lot of the national media believes it too. Not not all of them, but some of them do. And even if not, he's still very close. And remind you, he's only in, he only has two seasons under his belt. He's already established himself as one of the premier offensive linemen in football, and he's only been in this league for two seasons. Now, let's just take everything else out of the equation, okay? Let's just look at his highlights. This is what else you can say about offensive linemen. There's very few times that you can look back at an offensive lineman and think, wow, that guy had something about him. He had something that... A lot of other offensive linemen just didn't, you know? And all you have to do is go look at the highlights. Look at the blocks. Look at everything else. You don't even have to look at the win percentage half the time. You just have to go look at how many times did Quentin Nelson show you that he was the guy. There are many, and I mean many times, where you can see Quentin Nelson flattening defenders at Every level. We talk about him all the time. The block on uh, Jadavian Clowney in the uh, wild card game a couple uh, a year ago. You talk about the hit he had on, I believe it was Barry Church in that Jacksonville game. You see a bunch of others that come around. 
no, pancake blocks, blindside blocks on defenders at the line of scrimmage. We saw the one uh, from the 2019 season in the first week when he picked up Melvin Ingram and just threw him to the ground when he was trying to spin on Costanzo. I mean, you even saw the one at Notre Dame when he came all the way on the other side of the line of scrimmage to block a def- a corner that was bl- doing a delayed blitz. Think about that. That's something that very few offensive linemen train themselves to do. But he kept his eyes open and he made a play that saved his quarterback. You have to have the ability to run downfield and flatten secondary players so easily. I mean, he he does that, and we've seen it multiple, multiple times. I mean, they drop before you get even get a chance to actually hit them. They drop. They don't want to take on that. They're trying to get away from it. In fact, they're just trying to get to the ground. They don't. They're like, okay, Quentin, you can fall on me if you want to. I'd rather get fallen on than get blown up and then get fallen on. So. You just have to think of Quentin Nelson's dominance and the way he plays the game and just ultimately how does he influence the the tenacity of the game and Quentin Nelson is just a name you always watch when you're watching the Colts run the football. Where's Quentin Nelson? What block did he just make? That's not just the Colts thing. That's NFL-wide. People watch that stuff. And that's how you know Quentin Nelson is already on his way to being a quality offensive lineman and could be a Hall of Famer one day. Continues on the path he's on right now. There's no question in my mind that he's going to be one of those great offensive linemen that are going to be in the NFL Hall of Fame for a long, long time. All right, so that's going to do it for this one, guys. Hope you enjoyed this one. Kind of view them as my TED Talks a little bit. (laughs) Kind of get some energy out. But thank you guys again so much. I hope you enjoyed this. Be sure to leave a comment on some of our posts or anything else about some videos you guys want to see. I know it's kind of a dry spot right here when it comes to, you know, what we're trying to get out. Because, you know, it's it's June. There's we're, we're thinking about basketball coming back here in a month seeing if MLB might come back at some point. You know, there's just not a lot of talk when it comes to the NFL, you know, and they're just kind of throwing things out there right now. So be sure to let us know what you guys want us to talk about because we're we're looking for content just as much as you guys are. Whatever you guys want us to talk about, now's the time. We want to see we want to know what your guys' thoughts are and we want to know what you, we can do to help you guys feel so much better about the Colts football and just getting your content fixed. So thank you guys again so much. Hope you enjoyed. And as always, go Colts.